Now we're going to talk about Lightyear. Like, this article is about upcoming Pixar film for other uses. See, Lightyear. Lightyear is an upcoming American computer animated science fiction action adventure film produced by Pixar Animation Studios and transferred to Walt Disney Studio Motion Pictures. It is a spin-off of the Toy Story film series. Serving as a virtual story for the fictional test pilot astronaut character who the Buzz Lightyear toy action figure featured in the main film was inspired by and is presented as a blockbuster film within a film. The character in Toy Story of Lynch. This concept was previously explored with 2000 direct-to-video film Buzz Lightyear Star Command The Adventure Begins, which was the pilot to a spin-off television series Buzz Lightyear Star Command. The film was also co-written directed by August Mekin and stars Chris Evans as the voice title character, with Kiki Palmer, Peter, Sean, James, Delia, many more in supporting roles. Lightyear tells the story of young astronaut Buzz Lightyear, who, after being marooned on a hostile planet with his commander and crew, tries to find a way back home through space and time while also confronting a threat to the universe's safety. After finishing working on Finding Dory, McLan, a science fiction fan, pitched the idea of making a film about Buzz Lightyear at Pixar to invoke the sci-fi film that the director grew up watching. The animator wanted to give the film a cinematic and chunky look. Composed the film score of Michael G. Composed the film score. Later scheduled to be theologically released in the United States on June 17, 2022 in real 3D cinema and IMAX formats. Lightyear resolves around the fictional origin story of Buzz Lightyear, the character who inspired the action figure in the Toy Story film. In this film, as he tries to fix the mistake that left him and his crew marooned on a hostile planet, Buzz does his first test flight for Star Command. It doesn't go as expected, and he ends up time-traveling 62 years into the future instead and must now find a way to return home. However, when the evil Emperor Zerg threatens the universe's safety along the way, Buzz may be its only hope to save it. Development on Lightyear as a star after working on Finding Dory, after co-directing Dory with Andrew Staden, idea of a Buzz Lightyear film, having also wondered what movie Andy Davis saw, and the original Toy Story to get interest in Buzz Lightyear action figure. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this fun. Does Buzz Lightyear still hold up? I said heck yes. I love Buzz Lightyear. I have a Buzz Lightyear mug. I want to get Buzz Lightyear stickers and put them on my uh, door with the cowboy stuff and Toy Story stickers. I say he does hold up, but that's because he has a special place in my heart. I love Buzz Lightyear Star Command. It was so it was the animation is not as great as it was like when it first appeared it was like the best they had and it was interesting but I love Buzz Lightyear I think he's interesting him and Woody the opposites get along which is amazing I love Woody and Jesse and Buzz is just so cool
very much into like futuristic stuff. I always thought he was bald though. Like I thought that because he had that thing on his helmet, like that purple thing, that he was bald under there. For some reason I just thought he was bald. Turns out this whole time he had hair. What do I know? I know nothing. But I do love Buzz. He's really cool. The animation and the Lightyear one's interesting. I think I even had the video game. And I can't wait to see the new movie, which comes out soon. I hope I get to go see it when it first comes out, or hopefully it comes out on streaming. Right now it's only in theaters. So, I hope y'all have a great week, and I hope y'all enjoyed this. I think it still holds up, and I can't wait to see the new movie. Let me know in the comments below. Can you wait to see the new movie of Buzz Lightyear Star Command? Which is just called Lightyear, not all of that. <laughs> okay, bye for now. Hope y'all enjoyed. Buzz Lightyear A Star Command. This article is all about the series for the video games in Buzz Lightyear Star Command video game. Buzz Lightyear of Star Command is American animated science fiction adventure comedy television production by Walt Disney Television Animation and Pixar Animation Studios. It literally served as a spin-off of the Toy Story franchise. The upcoming 2022 film Lightyear tells an alternate version of the character story. We will talk about that later too. It was pursued by the direct-to-video film Buzz Lightyear Star Command The Adventures Begins and aired on UPN and ABC from October 2nd, 2000 to January 13, 2001. As a part of Disney's On Saturday Morning at Disney's One Top Program Blocks, the series follows the adventures of Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear first appeared as an action figure in the 1995 film Toy Story, which featured Rizzo voice actor Tim Allen in the role. Allen's friend Patrick Warburton was voiced the character in the television series. A video game with the same name based on the series was released in 2000. A CGI animated feature film, Lightyear, is set to be released in 2022, serving as the original story from the character voiced by Chris Evans. Buzz Lightyear Star Command is the f far future capital planet, f the front forefront of the Galaxy Alliance as a peaceful union of various planets home to various alien species. At Context and Humor, Star Command is a peacekeeping organization considering a space, consisting of space rangers who investigate threats to galactic peace. The primary enemy of Star Command is the evil Emperor Zurich as intergalactic crime boss and warlord that rules an empire of heavily armed robots and slave race force to work in opposite to the Galaxy Alliance. The series features Buzz Lightyear, a famous and experienced space ranger who takes a crew of rookies under his wing as he investigates criminal activity that galactic and attempts to bring down evil Emperor Zer once and for all. All, all, all. Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about something a little different and interesting. Let me give you a drum roll.
Beanie Babies. Squishmallows that I did on my YouTube channel reminded me of Beanie Babies and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to talk about Beanie Babies. Okay, well let's see. Beanie Babies were first introduced in 1994, the year I was born. Created by designer Ty Warner, Beanie Babies were the biggest toy of the 1996 Christmas season. They came in 77 animal shapes, each with its own name, birth date, and poem. The makers retired some of the lineup occasionally when they introduced new characters, but limiting production and selling only through speciality stores. Oak Brook ILL based high ink has fed the demand. Beanie babies are made in China. Some people reportedly have offered up to a thousand for the rarest version, especially with manufacturally flaws. Parents often ask their kids to keep their toys ID tags because permissibly they will boost long-term value. Beanie Babies are generally not sold in toy and department stores, but in specialty shops such as card stores. Then, now I think you can get them at the dollar store anywhere, but I could be wrong. McDonald's recent teeny Beanie Baby promotion is perhaps the most popular Happy Meal prize ever, according to this article. The father of them all questioned who made Beanie Babies. Tie in long run. Answer in 1962, after graduating from Kalamazoo College in Michigan, if I said that wrong, I'm sorry, Ty started selling stuffed animals. In 1980, though, he started making and selling his own. Then in 1993, he came out with smaller ones that would be cheap enough for children to buy. He called them Beanie Babies. This company, Ty Inc., has made more than 90 kids kinds including cats nip zip flip and snip his home and his company are Ockbrook ill beanie babies though are mostly made in china and korea according to fair bees magazine okay today beanie baby collectors are literally all the stuff of urban legends. Every year it seems like there's another story of some kind of someone making a thousands of dollars from their seemingly in horde of cute stuffed animals. Perhaps you're an addict beanie baby collector. Oh, maybe you're just interested why this phenomenon has such staying power. Whatever the case, readers on for some of the wildest surrounding these strange staying power. Whatever the case, read on for the wildest facts surrounding these strangely big. Gulling plushies. This all started in Chicago. 
Beanie Baby history officially started in 1993 when Ty started selling these quirky animal plushies. But things really got going when several neighborhoods in Chicago began swiping them amongst one another. These early trades turned five dollar to toys into convertible items worth thousands in just a few years. From nine Beanie Babies to hundreds. In one of the undeniable Beanie Baby facts, there were just nine dolls to begin with. These include Chocolate the Moose, Spot the Doll, Flush the Dolphin, Pinchers the Lobster, Squirrel, Squirreler the Pig, Patty the Platypus, Splash the Whale, Brownie the Bear, Legs the Frog. That's a when you consider that today there are as well as 800 animals with almost 150 of these with multiple versions. First plushy business to make billions. And one of the most probable, most unsurprising fact about Beanie Babies is that Ty was the first plush manufacturer to hit the billion dollar revenue mark. Ty himself was actually a failed actor in college dropout, yet he turned his experience working as a low-level executive at a toy company into a billion-dollar empire. Ty Warner's genius idea to retire toys. It's not so much about the question when were Beanie Babies invented that mattered, made, mattered to their success as the way they were marketed. In a move you might be familiar with already, given the likes of Clues and Brands Supreme. Ty retired new Beanie Babies almost quickly as they were released. It was this exclusivity that drove the collection crazy. Those tags mattered a lot. During the 90s heyday of the Beanie Baby collection craze, people were Caution never to take the tag off. That's because a plushie would be at least half as valuable without its all-important cardboard heart. However, tags also had the potential to drive up prices. Beanie Babies with tag errors are highly converted by collectors. Beanie Babies filled with spider eggs. Oh boy, yes, you read that right. Beanie Babies are full of tiny white plastic pallets. That's what makes them so destructively floppy. For a while, there was a rumor going around that the filling was just actual spider eggs that would one day hatch. It was, of course, total nonsense, though. The idea inspired more than a few memes and probably a few nightmares. Beanie Baby collectors, not just fluff. When you shocked by any of the fascinating facts, we've got to say the spider egg tail. Lily took the cake. Yeah, that was creepy. Okay. Twelve surprising things you never knew about Beanie Babies. Who can forget the adorable heart-shaped red tag with the white letter T-Y splattered on the front? It seemed like everywhere you turned in the 90s, there were baby babies on the shelves. 
if that weren't sold out already, people couldn't get enough of these plush animals with cute names and appearance to match. And now looking back on the craze, it's totally amazing how much of a phenomenon the Beanie Babies actually were. Although the obsession has definitely died down, the TY tag can still be found attached to at least the latest versions sold in stores. You can still purchase some of the most famous vintage dolls online for a pretty penny, of course. However, since there's nothing quite like these nostalgic animals, we did a little digging. They did a little digging to find out some surprising facts. One, it all began with nine original dolls. Two, at first they were exclusively sold in small stores. Taco Sauce inspired one of the most popular Beanie Babies? Well, you read that right. One of the most well-loved Beanie Babies of all time was originally named Tabasco the Bull, which was changed to Snot in order to avoid any legal issues with the brand. The first version actually had red feet, just the color of the sauce. Tabasco sauce? Wow. Retirement was a thing. They were created to be affordable for kids. Going beyond the adult customers, Ty wanted them to make a doll that was affordable for kids to get on an allowance. See, I didn't have an allowance growing up, but that's a whole different story for a whole different conversation for a whole different group of people. Less stuffing was used to make them different. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break, it's now. Okie dokie, Artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break, it's now. 
Okay, we're going to continue our little conversation about the American tree sparrow. Chipping sparrow, page 73, has white eyebrows and a black line. Song sparrows has a heavily streaked chest to identify the American tree sparrow except for the dark spot on the chest. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Oh, my allergies. Stan's notes. A regular feeded visitor in some places in the Midwest during winter. Seen during migration, a flock of two to two hundred birds found in open fields, woodlands, and suburbs backyards. Sometimes called white chippy because it looks like chipping sparrow give a series of high-pitched, sweet-sounding whistles. Nest in Canada and Alaska. The species name adored means tree, but it doesn't nest in trees. Nest on the ground in a lump of grass. The name tree refers to its habits. American refers to its natural range. Nutcrackers, 
chickadees, and more. Two feeders with large sheep ports and multiple perches are very popular. Often mostly plastic, they tend to be rugged enough to last several years and can be easily cleaned. These feeders are great for black oil sunflower seeds and seed mix. Seed mix is, which are favorites of goose beaks and all the other bird species that also visit hooper feeders. Some tube feeders have small holes allowing incredibly tiny vessel seeds to be suspended just a few at a time. Use this kind of feeder to offer N-Y-G-E-R seeds which will attract various finishes. One style of tube feeder have a wire mesh covering the with openings large enough for birds to extract one of their favorite foods, peanuts, out of shells. Most birds enjoy peanuts, so these feeders will be of the some most popular in your yard. Another variety of tube feeder has opening large enough for peanuts in the shell. These are also very popular with birds. Ground feeders allow a wide variety of birds to access the food. The semi-pleasant and easy feeder they to use, they consist of flat platform with a lip around the edges to keep seeds from spilling out. Some have a roof to keep rain and snow off the food with or without a roof. Draining holes in the bottom are important. Ground feeders will bring in Jerichos, Junksicos, and many other birds to your backyard, including pheasant ants and even marlards if you near water. Suet feeders are simply wire cages that hold caskets of suet. The wires allow woodpeckers nut attachers Navitachers and other birds to cling securely to the feeder while pecking out chunks of sewer. The best sewer feeder have a varietal extension at the bottom where a woodpecker can brace its tail and support itself while feeding. These are called tail prop stud feeders. Nectar feeder are glass or plastic containers that hold sugar water. These feeders usually have plastic parts that are bright red, a color that is extremely attractive to hummingbirds, but O-R-I-O-L-E-S and woodpeckers will also stop for a drink. They often have up to four parts for access to the liquid and yellow bee guards to prevent bees from getting inside, prevent bees from getting inside. Mealworm feeders can be very basic, a simple glass or plastic cup or container will do. Pick one with sides tall enough and make sure the material is simpler enough to stop the lively worm meals from crawling out. Bluebirds especially love this wiggly treat. Get to know your bird seed. Black olive sunflower. Studies have shown that all birds prefer black oil sunflower seeds 
over all other commercial bird foods. Black olivers are smooth black seeds that come from the common sunflower plant. H-E-L-I-A-N-T-H-U-S-A-N-N-U-U-S Even small birds such as finches have no trouble cracking open these seeds with their large, strong bills. Black olivers contain more fat in the form of oil than other seeds, hence the name. They are matted and pack more nourishment per bite than just about any other bird food on the market. Each seed has a natural value of 28% fat, 15% protein, 25% fiber, and supplies vitamin B and E as well as calcium, iron, and potassium. Striped sunflower. Striped sunflower seeds have a thin white strip. They are larger than black olives and they have a thicker hull, marking them harder to slip. Nevertheless, blue jays open them easily and like them immediately and miss immensely. Occasionally called strippers, strippers. Yep. These are the sunflower seeds that people eat. High in fat, protein, vitamins, and fiber, and they usually are part of any popular bird seed mix. White sun sunflower is a good option for those who want to avoid attracting squirrels and gar garlics, which one often is distasteful and difficult to open and attracts many backyard favorites such as cardinals, chickadees, and more. Smaller than black olives, sunflower is a thick-shelled, small white seed that is high in nutrients and fat. These seeds come from the annual sunflower plant, C-A-R-T-H-A-M-U-S-T-I-N-C-T-O-R-I-U-S. Golden Sapflower, enjoyed by nutters, can cardinals and other strong-billed birds. This is an approved variation of white sunflowers, that is also called nutter staff. Included in 2004, it has a thinner outer hull, high oil content, high protein, and calcium-centered omega-6 fatty acid develop as food for beef and dairy cattle, chutley and fish for bird feed makers. Hailed sunflowers. Hailed sunflowers is just the meat or nut meat of the sunflower seed without the herd outer shell. Their natural content is the same as black olive and striped sunflower seeds. There is no possibility for these seeds to garment, so the bags are marked as non-garmenting and are no mess mixes with hauled sunflowers. You won't need to rack up or blow any discarded holes under your feeders. Hauled sunflowers is often available at whole nuts or as pieces or chips. The expenses of shelling the seeds makes this feed more expensive than others. 
but the benefits may weigh the cost. After all, most bird seeds is sold by weight and withhold some others, you are not paying for the inedible shells. I actually eat sunflowers without the shells, so that is something I do eat, so I know what that is. White millet. Millet is a soft shell, it's small, round, green, that comes from the millet plant, Potassium millicum. There are red and gold and straight variations of millet, millet, but the most common for bird feeding is cross millet, which is white. White millet attracts a various of birds, including sparrows, juncos, and doves. It contains good natural content, around 4% fat, 12% protein, 8% fiber, vitamin B, and calcium, and a foldable seed that is usually in ground and tray feeders. It is also sprinkled on the ground to attract birds to the feeder. That is all for today. I did this one today because I forgot to do it on the weekend. So you get a Monday one, but next weekend it'll be back to normal, I hope. Okay, I'll hope you have a great week and talk to you Wednesday, hopefully.